Welcome to my podcast, Like It Is, with Melissa. And this is your girl, Melissa Freeman. And our topic today is, for me, very exciting to talk about because I know, like, for facts, like 100%, people are still working on this. And it is difficult conversations. Just the other day, my father said something so profound that I need to share it. It wasn't that he had huge or great eloquent words. It was just what he said. And he said, we don't always agree, but I love her. And I want you to know that you do not always have to agree with people that you have conversations with. You do not have to always see their perspective, but you do need to respect their perspective. So when my father said, we don't always agree, but I love her, he was saying, we have learned to agree to disagree on many things. See, it's not negative if I don't agree with you. It's not negative if your spouse or your loved one does not agree with you. It is not a negative. But why? Why in the world do we look at it as the worst thing that we do not agree? Why is that looked at as such a negative? If anything, you should take a moment to look at the other person's perspective and see where they're coming from, and see what you can learn from that. Even if you do not agree, you can learn from what they are saying. You can learn from the perspective that they are bringing to the table. But if you just think you're always right, and your perspective is everything, that is... I would just say detrimental to your mental growth. Like, don't you want to expand your thinking? Don't you want to expand how people think? Because then you can kind of really just connect with people better when you can kind of understand their perspective. Doesn't mean you have to agree. So hear me. You can understand someone's perspective, but still not agree. And so it's so important to be I would say flexible, like be flexible with hearing what someone's saying. Be flexible with learning from what someone is saying to you. And when you do that, that is how you are able to relate to someone who may not ever see your perspective, but at least now you know how to work with them. For those who don't know, there is an art to communication. It is not just all talking and it is not just all listening. And it is not just words coming out your mouth and it's not just your ears hearing something. So get what I'm saying. The art of communication is so important when you are trying to have difficult conversations because if you don't pace yourself to hear what's actually being said versus the words that's being said, you will find yourself in so many arguments. Someone will eventually say, What did you say? Excuse me. And that's not the path you want to take when you're having difficult conversations. So you really have to learn how to listen. Listen to what the person's saying. And actively listen. Turn your body. Turn off whatever you're watching or listening to. Give them eye contact. 
make sure that you are hearing more than just the negative things that kind of make your palms get sweaty or, um, you know, maybe you, you can feel your heart beating faster. Listen, 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 take my advice on this. Try to hear everything and not just the parts that affect how you're feeling in the moment. Listen to what's being said and listen from your heart. Sometimes people are still working on themselves. So their communication is just not great at all. So what they're saying can come out. Yeah, I'll just say it. It'll come out rude because see, I tell it like it is on this podcast. It can come out really rude. But if you're working on your communication and your listening skills, maybe you can look beyond that and still have a effective conversation. It can happen for you. Listen, it can happen for you once you learn the art of communication. And I've said this before, everyone's grown until we have to have difficult conversations. What's up with that? You've grown because you pay bills and you have kids. But when it's time to have a difficult conversation, all of a sudden you're not grown. I don't know. Talk back to me, y'all. What does that mean about how mature you are if you can never have a difficult conversation? And listen, so I want to get back on topic. Yes, I said it's not all about listening, but it's also not all about talking. You need to share the floor. Give the person a moment to respond to what you're saying or the questions that you may have. Give the person a moment to apologize if there needs to be an apology. Give time for each person so that the floor is being shared and that one person doesn't feel like you're doing all the talking and they're doing all the listening. It needs to have a balanced, I don't know, about to make up a word, a balanced convo. Yes, I just made up my word. Give me a balanced convo. It needs to be balanced. It cannot just be you and it cannot just be me. Or we will get absolutely nowhere. Now, I'm not saying if someone starts arguing with you for you to continue to have the conversation, because all those who know me, if someone starts raising their voice and they're getting really loud, I'm like, okay, all right, all right, okay. And I think I'm done because the yelling and the calling out names and all of that, I have boundaries like you. That's that's enough. I'm done. Right. So I'm not saying try to continue a difficult conversation if someone is blatantly being disrespectful, calling you out your name, yelling at you. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about those who are mature enough to have a difficult conversation. They are not belittling you. They are not calling you out your name. They are not yelling. But because it's difficult, hint, difficult, that means it's hard there's a struggle in this conversation but you both are trying to work at having it so what I do hate about difficult conversations is that hmm there's several things that even if it's with someone who knows how to have a difficult conversation I feel like just a lot of energy is drained from you by having the conversation And another thing that I hate about having difficult conversations is that you don't know what the outcome is going to be, even if you apply the art of communication. 
sometimes people are just bitter. They're mean. They want to hate people. They want to be upset. And so they walk away upset anyway, even though you handled yourself well. Let me see. The other thing that I hate about difficult conversations is that having a difficult conversation sometimes can expose things that allows you to see that person even the more, but not in a good way. And sometimes you just, I don't know, sometimes you just don't want to know every little thing about someone if you don't have to be extra close to them. And when you get more information to, and you realize like who they really are, then yeah, it's kind of not a good feeling. But what I love about difficult conversations is if it goes well, you walk away saying to yourself, good job. And you can pat yourself on the back, knowing you used the art of communication, knowing you made sure that you were talking, but listening. And at the same time, listening from your heart and you were actively listening. You can walk away being proud that you have made growth as an adult. Because when you had the difficult conversation, you communicated as an adult. Another thing that I love about difficult conversations is that if it can end really well, where, you know, people are humbled and people are vulnerable, then it's just like it opens the door for more for that relationship. It just opens the door for more love, more communication, more vulnerability, It is great when you can have a difficult conversation. So I love that piece. Another thing that I love about having difficult conversations is that that's the only way you grow in communication is by actually having a difficult conversation. See, you can listen to this all day and you could be like, all right, yep, mm-hmm, talking, listening, actively listening, listening from my heart. Yep, mm-hmm, I, get, I get what you're saying, share the floor. And you can like digest all of that and put all of that in your heart and your mind and really think that now you got it just because you listened to me. The only way you learn how to develop this skill is by having a difficult conversation. And listen, I don't want you to get your hopes up and think that the very first time you have a difficult conversation, that is going to go great just because you listened to this episode. But I do want you to know that the light is at the end of the tunnel, that if you continue to have difficult conversations and you continue to apply the things that I'm saying, then it will get better and better and better and better and guess what even better than that better 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 just make sure you are not going into the conversation with the attitude that I want them to say dot 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 whatever the dot 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 is for you I want them to say dot 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 because what you're really doing is you're walking into this conversation with a negative attitude so that even if they don't say anything that's rude or should be offensive, it will be to you because you walked in with the attitude I want them to say dot dot dot. See, you have to know that your attitude and how you walk into the conversation 
is going to play a big part in the energy in this difficult conversation. You cannot walk in with that kind of attitude and think it's going to go well. So my thing is, I tell people this all the time. If you feel you're aggravated, you feel you're a little frustrated. If you look in the mirror and your brows are kind of curved in. If you look at your face and you look upset, I mean, whatever it is for you that lets you know that you are not okay to have a difficult conversation, step back and wait for another time to have it. The conversation is not going anywhere. You can always have a difficult conversation. But if you walk in the wrong way, I guarantee you 100% that you are going to leave even more upset and more frustrated because you didn't allow the conversation to go smoothly and you didn't allow the conversation to have its perfect work in your life. I know some of you are probably saying, oh my goodness, what she's saying is awesome. She must be a great communicator. Listen, there are many times, and I want to say in the beginning of, um, you know, uh, my career of like learning how to speak to families, learning how to speak to children, learning how to speak to family members, learning how to have boundaries, all these things like played a big part in how I've become this person that can pass this knowledge down to you. I did not wake up with this skill. And I'm going to let you know right now, I'm still working on it. I know for some people, when they see me have conversations, they're like, all right, she got it down. But they don't recognize that I still have strategies for myself to help me get through the difficult conversations. No one perfects it because let's just be let's just be real because this is like it is with Melissa. Let's be real. Words hurt. Statements hurt. Even if it's the truth, sometimes it hurts, right? Which means that it'll have an effect on you. And I love how the Bible makes it so clear. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. There is life and death in the power of the tongue. Meaning your tongue, your words have power. Your words can shift the conversation. Your words can make a difference in someone's life. Your words can make someone come alive or your word can make someone die. Your words have power. So to say like, oh, yeah, perfected it. Good. No more practice is needed. That's a straight up lie. See, I like how the Bible put it. Because we understand death and we understand life. And if how I'm communicating to you brings life, even in the midst of a difficult conversation, I have done the right thing. But if I bring death in a difficult conversation, I am not doing and not communicating the way God wants me to. And so I want y'all to take that and put it in your deepest pocket. That's what the old folks used to say. Put it in your deepest pocket. And they used to say that because they kind of were saying like, you may not need it right now, but eventually you're going to need what I'm telling you. And so keep it, hold on to it, and don't lose it. So put it in your deepest pocket. You are always going to be working on communication, but difficult conversations, you will always, always, and I'll say again, always 
have to find a way and find strategies to keep your mind focused on what the goal is. And the goal is that we communicate and that we come to some kind of, you would say, compromise. And compromise doesn't mean I have to agree. Compromise just means that I understand you now, you understand me. It's not always let's meet in the middle. It's just I understand you now and you understand me. I can see your perspective. I don't agree, but I can see your perspective. I can see it. And I'll kind of describe it to you like this. Wherever you are standing, you're going to see what you see in front of you. So whatever's in front of you right now, look at it because that is your perspective. If you are in the kitchen and you're standing in front of the sink, you see a sink. You may have a counter. Maybe some dishes are out. That is your perspective. You cannot see the perspective of the person who is opposite of you and looking at the cabinets in the kitchen or looking at the stove in the kitchen. Your perspective is going to be different because of your experiences in life, who you are today, the things you have gone through, your perspective will be different. And that's okay. Listen, on this episode, on my podcast, you are always going to be validated if it makes sense. I'll say that again. If it makes sense, you will be validated. Your perspective is your perspective. But how about you turn around? And see the perspective of the person who's looking at the cabinets with the stove. See how easy it is? Sometimes it takes you just taking a moment to see their perspective. And you still don't have to agree. But let's try to have these difficult conversations with people. So I'm going to end my episode with some strategies. Yes, I'm giving you some strategies for difficult conversations. If you are someone who likes to talk with your hands, that is not helpful. It just adds more energy to the conversation. Sit on your hands. Yeah, literally put them under your thighs and sit on them. If you are someone who, for whatever reason, your volume just always goes up, make sure you have a glass of water with you. So when you feel yourself going to that place, you can just take a sip, breathe in, breathe out, and then continue the conversation. And one more strategy. If you are having a conversation, you see it going in the wrong direction, you know that you cannot control yourself. You do not have self-control right now. What you need to do is walk away. And there is a way to walk away respectfully. You can say, I would prefer to have this conversation later. It's about that time, y'all. Peace.